0: the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. So in today's podcast, I've decided I'm going to kind of, I'm going to ask Sharon a few questions because we had talked about what it means to develop a, a pattern or a habit of spending time with God, especially in the morning, you know, before the day starts. It's one of the hardest things in the world, it seems to me, to to develop and, and, uh, I know that I have gone through seasons where I've really enjoyed it, and then there's been seasons where I felt like I, I just couldn't do it and couldn't get any any traction for it. And uh, as of today, you know, I've been married uh, to Sharon for over 26 years, and uh, I can say uh, without a shadow of doubt in my heart that she is one of the most consistent people on spending time with Jesus and dedicating herself to to that task of, Hanging out with God and and devoting time to Him and and hearing from Him and and so I wanted really wanted to spend some time today, kind of talking with her about how that happens and uh, and how she seems to be so consistent at it. So, is that okay with you?
1: I'm all yours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I will. I'll just kind of cut to the chase. So, what helps you? What 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 helps you to become so successful? at prioritizing quiet time with God?
1: Uh, Part of that is because I know what I'm like without Jesus, and I know what I'm like with Jesus, and with Jesus is much, much better. (laughs) I'm much more successful. I feel I enjoy my life better when I'm listening to Him constantly. It's so funny. I was having a conversation with the Lord this morning about prayer and um, about what that's like, And I was reminded of the apostle John and he was just always with Jesus. He was just always hanging out with Jesus. And, um, to the point where when Jesus was having a conversation with Peter, there was John, you know, at the end of, I think it's the book of John where Jesus was talking to Peter. He says, if do you love me? And he says, feed my sheep. And you know, that conversation. And, uh, and then he says, well, what about him? And he turns and there's John. It's like John's just always there. And I, I feel like that's kind of how I feel in my heart toward Jesus because I just feel like I, I'd never leave him because he never leaves me and I'm always constantly thinking about him during the day and just constantly turning to him in my heart so that I get his wisdom on things because I don't know a whole lot and I know that he knows more than I do and then if I'm listening to him and I'm obeying him, and what he suggests, uh, I say, I do, and and think if if I'll follow along with that, then my life's going to go a lot better, and my parenting's going to be better, my wifing is going to be better, my, uh, my, my chores are going to be easier and more full of joy. So it's not that I prioritize spending that amount of time in the morning, it's that I try never to leave his presence. I just take him with me. Oh, that's good. So it's not like I go see Jesus in the morning... I'm still with Jesus in the morning. And that's kind of what David said. He says, when I awake, I'm still with you. You know, and, and if we have that concept that Jesus is just always with us, then our quiet time is kind of all day long. And I think once we can transition into that, then, you know, whether we're reading the Word on our shower door, which is a really cool thing that you do uh, to tell everybody about that, Greg photocopies scripture, sometimes, usually entire books, and then he, he will uh, cover it with, you laminate. Uh, yeah, I run
0: it through a laminator.
1: Yeah, he runs it through a laminator. So we, <laughs> I, I can't even tell you how many books of the Bible we have around in our bedroom and in the bathroom. And, and since it's laminated, it sticks to the condensation on the wall and the inside of the shower. So that's where Greg has his quiet time.
0: Well, nobody bothers me in there.
1: <laughs> it's like it gets cleaned inside and out. It's so funny. But um, and he he's given these away to people and you know, I just think it's the, it's the neatest ministry. That's not another ministry I've ever heard of that does that.
0: Yeah, I've often wondered what I could do to to get that to go, but I just haven't quite figured out
1: <laughs> how to sell those.
0: Yeah, uh, read scripture in your shower. <laughs> dot com. I, I don't really know how we would approach that.
1: I don't either, but it almost looks like it could be one of those prank boxes, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the, anyway, yeah,
1: it's for real. Fine. It's fits for real, you know, and, and people look at us, what? But but you know what? You get you do what works. And and you got to give yourself permission to make your time with Jesus your own. It's not gonna look like somebody else's. Sometimes it's just a walk in the park.
0: Well, I mean, I know that I've I've talked to people who struggle to mm-hmm. dedicate that and they feel bad, right? They yeah. They feel bad about that, well, I'm not a good Christian, I don't get up and spend two hours every day with Jesus yeah. in the morning and read 400 scriptures. And, and, you know, and so the devil's just right there picking on him saying, oh, sure. you're, you're, you're a horrible believer. You're lousy. You know, God That's doesn't like does. you. God doesn't <laughs> love you. Yeah. He's not really doing anything special there. He's just being himself. <laughs> but the, 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 thing that, that I, cause I know I struggled with that, you know, yeah. is cause I guess it's, you know, for me, uh, for the longest time I worked long hours and, uh, I struggled to wake up early in the morning enough yeah. with enough time, and then having my brain be in the right position or just awake. You know, there, yeah. it seems like, you know, for me, since I stay up so late sometimes, that it just takes me a couple hours before my brain is engaged. Sure, and so I don't do it. But then that leads to, uh, well, I should be a better Christian and spend time with God in the morning b- before I go to work. Yeah,
1: for five a.m. Yeah. instead of seven. Yeah, and
0: then you do it for a couple of days, and then you know when you fall asleep when you are praying, and, <laughs> then, the and then you feel down. bad. Oh, I fell asleep on Jesus, <laughs> and, and does he still it, love it me? Does. It
1: does, but you know what? That's <laughs> where we have to, where we have to quit uh, believing that it has to look a certain way, and give ourselves a break. And just be thankful that he's just glad that you're thinking about him. You know, he's just glad for two minutes. If you give him two minutes of your time in prayer, he's excited about that. Even if it's not two minutes, you're just thinking about Jesus.
0: Because he knows what you could be doing. Yeah. He knows that you could be sleeping.
1: Yeah. Instead,
0: you got up, even if it's five minutes.
1: Yeah. Or, or even if you're, if it's not, you didn't get up earlier, but you took five minutes out of your morning, as you, of your drive to work, and just put on some praise music so and just said.
0: So we're back to Hebrews eleven six again. Yeah. Which is to believe that God is good, and yeah. that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.
1: And what what's amazing though is as you quit tr- holding yourself up to some imaginary ruler that you have to measure up against, and you and you quit. A, trying to be a certain thing and you just start letting the Holy Spirit love you and you just start loving Jesus out of your recreated heart that already loves God. You already love Jesus because the spirit of Jesus is in you and he is this, the spirit of adoption that says is in you. So that love for God, that wanting to spend time for him is already in you. It's not like you have to work it up. It's already there. Now sometimes we stir it up because we pack it down with condemnation. We pack it down with the cares of the world and things like that. And as we spend time with him, he pulls all those things out. But all that stuff inside uh for that loves to spend time with him and that wants to see Jesus is already there because that's what came in at your salvation. So as you're just being that person, you're gonna find that your times with Jesus are gonna stretch out and you're gonna, you're you're he's gonna wake you up at at six thirty in the morning, when your alarm's set for seven, and you're going to be excited because you're like, man, I'm going to get to go downstairs and hang out with Jesus. I mean, he's like my favorite person, and and I'm just so excited when I get to go up and get up in the morning, get to go down there, and get me a nice pe- nice cup of coffee, and and open up the Word, and he just pours out his love for me. And that's and and the more you do that, you build, you develop that appetite for that. But it's not a work; it's just a natural byproduct of being who you are in Christ. It's a natural byproduct of responding to the love of God for you. And, and when we stop trying to measure up to what so-and-so, sister so-and-so, or brother so-and-so, or pastor so-and-so, or deacon so-and-so told us that we were supposed to be doing, which is honestly is trying to fulfill the law, trying to please God with our actions, um, and, and, and put some whammy on ourselves, that we to be a good Christian, these are the checklists that we have to do. We need to quit that because who God created you to be isn't going to look like me. Some people really just enjoy walking through the woods and spending time with Jesus that way.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, listening to Joyce Meyer talk about how she used to go and and do all the studying and reading, and then yeah. and Dave would just sit at the window with a cup of coffee, yeah, and stare out the window, <laughs> and, and, and she said it used to just burn her up. Until she learned that that's that's what he did, right? That's how yeah. he approached it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like for you, you you're in the shower. Like for me, I'm a really fast shower taker. Get in, get get soaked up, get out. I mean, I I'm like, what in the world are you doing in there for thirty minutes? I figured if my,
0: if my fingers aren't all shriveled up, like <laughs> you haven't raisins, been in there long enough. I haven't been in there long enough. <laughs> well, but I, you know, and without getting too much in, into the details of of my you know of, of how I got saved, but. You know, I started my spiritual relationship with Jesus off in the shower, right? You know, it's like a
1: holy place.
0: Yeah, it becomes my quiet place. You know, and I do. I spend time with Jesus in the shower, and uh, I do. You know, that's why. You know, when our hot water heaters went out, I put in one of those (laughs) infinite hot water heaters. You know, and I figured that's okay. What an investment! I know. Where I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I can stay in there as long as I need to, depending on what I need to get done. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but the point being is, is that I guess you're saying is it's kind of like that scripture that says, "Make, make the path straight."
1: Yeah, but everybody's path is going to be different. We're all going toward Jesus, but we start where we are.
0: So, how do you make your path straight for you? Like, what do you have any kind of, of of process or or things that you do that make it easier for you to to do that daily?
1: Well, I mean, most of the time, the things that hinder me from coming to Jesus consistently are beliefs that i have about him like if i if i'm not diligent to believe that he loves me and and i have a negative circumstance that comes up in my life or conf- confusion or something that will cloud over my relationship with god and then i won't desire him as much as i should so it, usually if 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 i'm not diligent to get up and spend that time with god um it's not because i need to 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 work on my discipline is because I'm believing a lie somewhere, like that God wants me to do something hard that I don't want to do, or um, God I forget that God loves me, or I forget that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, you know, like you're talking about Hebrews eleven six. you know, so usually that's just a symptom of something deeper.
0: So you don't have anything like, you're not planning the night before for, to do it, or, or you just automatically assume you're going to do it?
1: I just automatically, I've made that... I've I've got my special place that I go to, and I've got my Bible there. I've got my my coffee mug coaster there. And, you know, we've got some speakers there for praise and worship music. If I... You know, what, that's what's so much fun is sometimes the Lord wakes me up in the morning with the praise song in my heart. And it never fails that if I'll put that song on, um, it'll minister something special to me. You know, even if it's a song I've heard a hundred times, you know, which is... <laughs> Very often, the case around here. Yeah. So
0: one thing you should know about Sharon, just to let you a little, give you a little inside baseball, is that Sharon will use um, she'll use worship songs to um, to minister to her heart. And so if there'll be a particular message in a in, in a song uh, that is really kind of where she's chewing on it like cud, right? She's she's really just meditating on it. She will play that song on a repeat.
1: Ad nauseum.
0: For hours, maybe days. <laughs> and and at first, I remember when she first started doing this, I, I would kind of go, oh, goody, we get to listen to that song again. But then I realized, wow, she's she's extrapolating something from this, and it's ministering it to her. And I know that I've learned how to appreciate that and allow it to happen because the fruit of it is usually very good.
1: Well, I appreciate you you know taking the time to do that because a lot of people don't. You know, they just... Well, I didn't well, always. Annoying. I didn't
0: always... <laughs> But, but, I, I but, I, but I can be taught.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I, I do appreciate it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's a good thing. But I think you're going to find, I mean, I mean, I think preparing ahead of time, you know, if you have a, a Bible study book that you want to go through, like I remember when I first started my walk with the Lord, I started with Oswald Chambers, Yeah. my utmost for his highest, yes. which is a great start. That's a great be, um, beginner entry into devotionals. It's daily. It can be challenging, you know. And there's a plenty so many devotionals out there we even have one that we wrote uh, called Tools for Living for uh, new believers and those that uh, people that want a little bit sharper or deeper uh the- theological training so that's a that's a good source too but um, and having those devotionals is are good and you need to find one that you're it's fed by. it's a by. good starting place it is it's a good starting place. But um, as, as I've matured, it's become more about uh, just reading the Word for myself and just letting the Lord speak to me. I, I love doing something the Lord does with me a lot of times that I really enjoy is He'll ask me a question and then um, like, well, wh- why did this happen? Or why was that in the Bible? And I'll go, well, I, I don't know. You know? And, so, and then we'll, we'll discover together why that was. We'll, we'll go back into the Hebrew. We'll go back into the Greek, which is so easy to do now because everything's online. You can just look it up on blueletterbible.com, I think is what, or .org. Uh, what's the address?
0: What, whatever it is. It's called Blue Letter Bible. It's a yeah. great great way for you to dig down inside the uh, the, in, the the interlinear Greek and Hebrew and, yeah. and to, to kind of dig and see because there's a lot of words in the Greek and the Hebrew that we don't have in the English language. Yeah. Or or, or it'll be contextually rich. Like they'll, it'll tell you that this word was really really means these three words right, right. or this phrase right. and
1: it just always ministers so much to my heart because mm-hmm. the the richness of the languages that that God chose to write the Bible in was on purpose you know those meanings were on purpose and and the, every word that's in the Word of God was on purpose and so He'll say well why was this word in there why was that in the word in there and and He just feeds me that way and it's it's so fun and I just I love doing that I love hanging out with Jesus He's He's just addictive. So it's it's not like it's it's hard anymore for me. I, I it would be hard for me not to. I it would it, I I couldn't not. It's I couldn't not.
0: let's back up a little bit. Let's, 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 let's go way, way back. Even let's say before I met you. Okay. And let's talk about how did you get started with spending time with Jesus?
1: Um, well, when I got saved, it was right before my 18th birthday. And the Lord came to me as I was in my bedroom and started asking and talking to me. And, um, and I asked him, you know, my heart was just completely broken from situations. And I, and I said, Lord, do you love me? And he said, of course I love you. I sent my son for you to die for you. And uh, so then I made the commitment. I said, well, I need to find out who God is and who Jesus is for myself. I was raised in the Baptist church and had walked down the aisle when I was five. And at the time, I probably meant it. but And, 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 and that probably was at the beginning of my walk with the Lord. But I didn't go any further beyond that until this point when I said, okay, well, I'm going to take it for myself and and know who this God that I that I know is. And being a practical person that I am, I already had a Bible. So I thought I'd start with the Bible and I just never got past it because <laughs> it's just so full. You know, so I, I just made the, the mental decision to read the word every morning and every night. And so every morning I would open it up and I would just write down some things. And I think I had a notebook, but see, I didn't even have a devotional back then. They weren't popular. This was like thirty years ago, so I think my uh, my utmost for his highest. Uh, I started a couple of years after that.
0: Yeah, I remember you brought that one into our marriage mm-hmm, when we I got did. married. You, I remember you. Even then, we're still mm-hmm. reading on that one.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's a really it's a good foundational it's a good foundational book, but um, just that discipline of of you know what it's taking the time. And the Lord meeting you there every morning and writing down what He tells you and writing and having a living connection with the Creator of the universe is motivation enough to get up, for me. I mean, just the awe and the amazingness of the thought of talking to the the Creator of the universe and having that intimate fellowship with with the one who formed the, the the stars, who who pieced together all the clouds, who 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 made all the starfish. Who made, who made the horses and the lions and, and he's so smart and he's got everything organized and he's he's so creative and, and he cares about me personally enough to sit down with me and talk to me and share his heart with me. I mean, it's like if you had an appointment with the President of the United States tomorrow morning, you'd have a hard time going to sleep because you were so excited about meeting the President. Well, we get to meet the creator of the universe every morning. I mean... I think the wonder of that still hits me and and I'm amazed that he bothers to come and sit with me and talk to me about how to parent <laughs> how, how how can I how can I uh, work on this bad habit that I have? How can I you know uh, how can I be more patient with my husband? How can I express love to my neighbors? you know he cares about those things too, and that's I, I just I just never get over that. It's just so mind blowing to me, you know, so it's, it's never been a challenge for me to be able to go out and, and hang with, with God, because I guess, I, I guess I've, I've still, I've, am like very, I'm, I mean, people have accused me of being really naive, but maybe I just like to look at, I like to think of it as I'm childlike, you know, <laughs> so maybe it's just that still childlike faith that I just see who he is and I just go, wow, that's cool. I want, I want to see that. I want to be around that all the time. So that's just my attitude about it. But you know what? It doesn't have to look like a specific way. Does he want you to, to, to pour his, his word into your heart? Absolutely, because that's what's going to set you free. But maybe that's just memorizing a scripture and walking around with that three by five card with you as you're going through your job you know, delivering mail. Maybe you've just got that little three by five card on your dash and you just look at that as you're you're handing out the mail and you're talking to God.
0: Can can you explain a little bit about the idea of using three by five cards?
1: Yeah, that was something that I started right after I got rededicated my life, or whatever you want to say, when I was around 18, was there was a list of scriptures that God wanted, that I felt led to. And I just decided, which is probably the leading of the Holy Spirit, to To memorize those scriptures, and so I wrote them out, and I just went over them until I had them embedded in my heart. and And those that's the one that fell on you. (laughs) There's a funny story about those because. we may share that another time. We have, do you think we have time for no,
0: that? No, let, we'll save that one. Okay. That is a <laughs> good story. Two. It's though. a great
1: story. Yeah. But those have, have always ministered to me and have come up at the right time. And it's, you know what? God loves you. I didn't know what I was doing, but every single scripture that he led me to to memorize have, has meant the world to me and has been a rock in my life and has, has been directly responsible for, for me falling into or, or me pursuing his purpose in my life. Every single one of those was on purpose. And, and each one of those scriptures sustained me through a season of my life when I had nothing else, you know? And so those rocks are there for you to cross the river.
0: So, so basically the way it works is you take a three by five card and you put a scripture on it. Yeah. And we even go, you know, I know in some of the, the, the courses that we teach, we encourage people to turn those into a personal confession where, Yeah. you know, where, you know, like it says that, that you know, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we would turn that into that I am, I think you got that I'm righteous, you know, because of Jesus. Right. So right. that that that's really kind of what we're talking about. And you would put that in your pocket. And, or anywhere
1: and, that you see on Well, the you
0: know, that's a practical way to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and you would just commit yourself to, uh, you know, every time you put your hand in a pocket or you feel that thing, you take it out and you read it, maybe read it out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to read scripture out loud. It
1: is. It helps. It builds your faith.
0: And, and it just, yeah, it goes into your ears, and you know, it comes out of your mouth, goes in your ears. So it's kind of this round robin kind of a thing, and very helpful. And uh, you know, we've taught a lot of people how to memorize scripture, which I know people don't like the term memorize. It takes us back to middle school, and we were having to memorize <laughs>
1: the preamble, yeah,
0: <laughs> memorize the preamble, or or the or spelling. Yeah, get a memorize for spelling tests, but. But we're 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 not talking about getting a good grade now. We're talking about you know life and death. It's your life. Those yeah. are your rocks. Yeah. And and so when Sharon talks about you know uh, three by five cards, that, that that's kind of where we're coming from.
1: Right. And and those those and God will lead you to those things. He loves you. He's not leaving you alone. He's not ever going to leave you alone. Just you know, and if if it's even if it's just one minute, you start with one minute sometime during the day where you just think about the Lord. You just take five seconds to thank him for who he is. Thank him for what he's done for you. And that will grow. You just keep keep doing that. You keep with that with that with that, that habit. And 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 then don't 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 cut yourself if you mess it up. Don't 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 get upset so if, with So yourself if you miss a day. Yeah, if you miss a day. If you
0: sleep late, yeah. Or you have to get up early for some work thing, or you gotta take your kids to school.
1: Right. Well, here's the thing: if you're not if you're not putting some really big whammy on yourself, like I have to do 30 minutes of prayer and I have to do 15 minutes of reading and I have to do a 30 minute sermon every morning, well, then if you're not putting all those list of do's on yourself, then if you just do five or 10 minutes, you're done, and and you've got that check in your in your heart, you know. Which sometimes I I love a good list, and I love to check off. I'll even write down stuff I've done already so I could check it off.
0: I, I have been productive today <laughs> I, I see, really have
1: I did it's, it's a you know some people are like that but um he's he just wants to spend time with you he doesn't care if you've brushed your teeth he doesn't care if you're driving on your way to work he doesn't care if it's at the end of the day and you're just sitting quietly in the bathtub he just he wants to wants to hear from you he wants to spend time with you. He wants to pour out His love for you. You need that time with the Father, and He needs—he wants you to have that. And for, in order for you to become who you're supposed to be, you need that.
0: So it's not about pleasing God. It's about you receiving from God.
1: Yeah. Well, what pleases God is you believing that he's a rewarder of those who seek him.
0: Yeah. Hebrews six eleven six 11, 6 again.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what pleases God is you believing good things about him. And you believing that he's mad at you, if you didn't spend a whole 20 minutes in prayer, or, or if you're believing he's mad at you because you only... Um, Spoke out loud one scripture that you knew, John three sixteen. That's that's not that, that isn't going to please God. If you think that He's mad at you,
0: I really like the idea of it. That it doesn't have to look a certain way, or that you can take advantage of the of all the resources that you have access to. You know, so I, you know I, I I love using the the U version Bible, mm-hmm. and uh, and one of the things that that I really like is is using the different versions especially the ones that have the audio Bible built into them. Oh, yeah. So like uh, the NASB, Sharon and I use the NASB primarily as, as, our, as our version of choice because it's very literal and it's really good for study. But I also like the New Living Translation. It reads like a, a novel, and uh, both of those have an audio version that you can like a little triangle you can punch, you can punch on, and it'll read Scripture to you. And I'll do that a lot, um, whether I'm using the Apple TV uh, or I'm using my phone in the car. I will uh I will have it read and I'll just drive along and just listen, right? And uh it's been, it's very helpful, especially when you use uh let's say a paraphrase like the new living or the message or uh something along those lines. Uh because it'll it's almost like a conversation. Yeah. And you're it's almost like an audiobook, you know, at yeah, that point. Yeah. Well, it
1: is an audio. Yeah.
0: Well, yes, okay.
1: <laughs> it's so much like it, it it's
0: is. It's so much like it that it is. But but I'm talking about like it, it, it it's different than when I sit down and I'm reading. Sure, and it's not you, so intellectual. Yeah, because I, I get into scripture and I and I I tear it apart. And, yeah, yeah. And I, and I like to look at it at a molecular level. You know, it's like a way of fly. It's like the difference in driving and flying, right? Yeah, for
1: sure. And
0: uh, and so uh, it, it, I find that that's very beneficial. Uh, I also enjoy um, uh, trying to remember stuff that I hear. Meaning, like the idea of saying, "Okay, I'm going to listen to a chapter, and I want to pull out one thing."
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that because um, what happens is, invariably, as you're reading through scriptures, you know, sometimes you know we'll do a one proverb a day for the month. You know, because there's 31 proverbs, so you'll get one for each day. Um, or you're and then reading, you'll
0: find one verse, yeah, and one in verse will jump out.
1: And and sometimes it's John, sometimes it's in Hebrews, but that one verse will will jump out at you. I encourage you to stop, even if, if that's verse one. I mean, I know you were studying Galatians, was it one chapter? I think, yeah, one? it was
0: Galatians one one. Yeah,
1: yeah. and you didn't get we, And Greg and I spent probably thirty minutes to an hour talking about Galatians one one yeah. because we, it was so full of life. For us, you know, it just ministered to us. It, it
0: was a, a word and a Yeah, moment. for
1: us. And it was, I mean, I love that. So as you're studying, believe that God's going to engage with you. God is going to meet you where you are in His Word. And, and He's going to bring out a scripture that directly results in you're getting some revelation. And and it's going to completely answer something that you've been wondering or that you've really needed help with. And God's going minister-
0: to Or maybe one you don't even know that's going to come.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So I mean Maybe that
0: later that day or the next day.
1: Yes. You know, but you've already got the you've already got because he's good. Yeah.
0: And he he wants to meet you where you're at. He knows the needs you have before you have them.
1: Yes. I mean, if we I mean, if if we would take that seriously and realize that spending time with God is is basically banking money for our future.
0: Mm, That's really good.
1: You know, so I mean that's that that's what you're doing. You are paying forward to yourself tomorrow by doing it today. You know, so uh, anyway, it's 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 so fun when you do that, and then to see God answer prayers and to see God move in your life and and, and work works all things out according to His word. It's just it's so exciting. I don't I can't imagine not doing it.
0: So let's say someone you know really wanted to start developing a habit, yeah, of getting up early in the morning or even just a little bit. Like mm-hmm. where would you, where would you send them? Like if they didn't know where to go,
1: I would if you were if you didn't know nothing about the Bible, I would start in the Book of John because that, uh, is, that was written by the Apostle John, and he understood the love of God, probably more or first or better than any of the other apostles. And that's a, that's a foundational concept that every believer really needs to have to be to walk in victory. So I would start in the book of John and just start with verse one and just read the, through the entire chapter. And you go slow, you know what? If you get three verses read, that's okay. No one says you have to read a whole chapter every day. I would encourage you not to be telling everybody what you're doing because it's going to gonna be causing pride and the devil's going to try to trip you up so that you can't That's t- an shoot inter- condemned. That's
0: a really interesting thing. I mean, well, maybe we should stick there for just a second. Sure. So what are the pitfalls of really kind of talking about this? The, you know, the idea that we're going to spend time with Jesus and we're going to listen and maybe write down what he tells yeah. us and we're going to be reading and what are the pitfalls of, of telling others about this thing?
1: Well, it, it 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 invites them to compare you with themselves or or with somebody else. It invites them to criticize you. Is
0: it really their business?
1: No, it really isn't because that's a private conversation. You know, when you and I, when Greg and I talk, um, there's there, we got to talk about private situations and if he's going off telling everybody else what we've talked about in our in our secret closet, that's going to hurt my feelings.
0: That's a really great example. So like, <laughs> you know, would it ever, if we ask ourselves, is it, would it be okay for a husband or a wife to share with other people, especially non-intimate people, non-closed people, what he talks about with his wife or what she talks about with her husband? We, I think, we automatically know that that would be—that's
1: a private per- res- relationship. That would not be
0: appropriate. It wouldn't right. be cool, and it would violate mm-hmm. a trust.
1: Mm-hmm. It would, you know. And now, obviously, Jesus is is forgiving, and He's not going to hold it against us. But I think it kind of—I think we need to, we need to treat that relationship with with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit as holy, you know. And I and I would probably um, I would have to to stop and think about why do I feel motivated to have to tell somebody else about what's what I'm am doing I, am I looking way. for validation am I looking for validation from other people or someone
0: to respect me yeah
1: am I trying to prove that I'm a good and those are insecurities and right and that's, and that's fear and that's not going yeah go and we
0: have another podcast about fear you should listen to
1: yeah <laughs> insert commercial here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um so that's your private time now now that does that there is a time where the Lord will share some things with you that you are to share with other people you know, and but that's got to be led by the Holy Spirit, and that's got to be out of res, in, in a respectful way. And um, God will show you how to do that, you know. But um, but those those are your private times with Jesus, and He just wants to rejoice in you, and He wants you to rejoice in Him, you know. And that's just that's an intimate time that you have with your beloved, you know. And and I think um, and he, he looks forward to seeing you, he, he wants to be with you all the time. And I think if we'll switch our thinking from, okay, that's my quiet time, and I'm done, and I'm out, to it's all day long, you know, then I think it's going to be a lot easier for us to stay walking in the spirit. And it's going to be a lot easier for us to stay plugged in when the waters come, and we have stress, and we have people dragging us down and we have children screaming at us and and we have responsibilities at work that we have to get to we'll already have our father our Jesus right there that we can turn to and he's always there very ready to i mean says uh, that he's a very present help in time of trouble that so he's already there and when we are, are mindful that he's always there with us and we're used to just having that conversation with him all day long it's going to be so easy and you're going to find your faith is there and you're going to find the wisdom is there it's not going to be a struggle. I hope that, that answers some of your questions. <laughs> but it's going to be easy, and it's fun, and it's exciting. You know, God has so many things he wants to share with you and to show you about your life and about how he's created you. And that's how you get those things. That's how you see those those uh, gifts coming forth, is just hanging out with Jesus and and letting his spirit blow on your heart. And he heals your heart as you're spending time with him. He doesn't want you to be to be in pain. He doesn't want those rejections that you've dealt with in the past to become who you are. He wants you to let those go and to let his image of you become who you are to yourself. So, anyway, and I was thinking about some other ways that that God. Speaks to us, and and I like we mentioned taking a walk. Sometimes it's listening to praise music. You know, there have been times, seasons in my life, when it was just listening to praise music and dancing around the living room, just me and Jesus. You know, and and it was great, and it was so fun, and it was freeing, and I wasn't paying attention to anybody else because nobody else was there. You know, or it was, um, you know, sometimes it's listening to a sermon or listening to a teaching. You know, be sensitive to to where you sense God speaking to you, and if it doesn't look like somebody else that's okay. It's not supposed to. You have your own relationship with God. It's going to be different. It's going to be your your own and unique. And God's created you different than other people. So how you relate to him is going to be different.
0: You know, giving people the permission to be themselves, you know, is, is a very powerful concept. Yeah. We're raised from childbirth to get in line with everyone else, you know, in elementary school, it's all about everyone doing and being the same way, and then you know, and then you know, you're struggling to want to be accepted by your peer group. Sure. And so you're 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 reinforced by everyone that you're supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to wear this, the the cool clothes and and yeah. have the cool hairstyles and listen to the cool music and whatever. And then you know, you get to be an adult and and you know, you throw all that away because you really the whole idea is to understand. Who God is, yeah, and who and who he's made you to be, and and that you are perfectly and wonderfully made, and granted you're a work in progress, especially after you accept Christ. Now suddenly there's a whole new work going on, yeah. And that the the technical term for that is sanctification. (laughs) You know, if you if you you want to read big books and and long words, yeah, that that process is called sanctification. The, The it really just means to be cleaned and prepared and made useful, and so. But I think that we can approach if we if we can learn how to approach our time with God uh, from from that perspective of that we're we're who we're supposed to be and we're where we're supposed to be yeah and that and He wants to affirm us in that that doesn't mean that we're done no it just means that that it, it takes all of the performance out of it all that's good right. And, and God's not up in heaven wringing his hands going, what am I going to do with you? you I know? just wish you were like sister so-and-so. <sighs> yes. Or like, yeah. you know, I, I, everybody else is okay, but you, yeah, you, know, I, you have trouble with, right? Yeah. And that's not in him. It's not a part of who he is. And thanks to Jesus and what Jesus did on the cross, now suddenly we're acceptable, holy, beloved to him, righteous before him.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, technically, right? And then all the things that he still wants to do in our lives, that's up to him to file off and for us to lay on the table and allow him.
1: Yeah, just to submit to him and just hang out with him. Something that I wish I had known when we first got married was what we're talking about, you know, right now is because, you know, your quiet times with God. I think you were only saved how long when we met? But
0: well, we met. I I was 2 weeks old in the Lord and we met.
1: Right. So you hadn't even developed your
0: quiet yeah, times. Well, yeah. and, you know, and you know we were we were, you know, it was summertime. We met in May and uh and then you know you went off to college you yeah, know in, august, in the yeah. early august and then you we you were gone for that semester and i knew that i remember i was i the, i needed to develop my own patterns mm-hmm. my own habits with jesus and then you know you, you came back cuz you missed me
1: i did
0: and then and then you know mm-hmm. we got married uh, uh, you know later that summer you know so it, i didn't have a lot of habits and I had no one to pattern them off of, you know, because, again, this whole sure. born-again thing was new to me. And sure. really, it was new to every in of my family. Sure. Nobody had any idea, you know, we were raised Lutheran. Well,
1: I wish I had been a little bit more understanding that your way of relating to, to Jesus was going to be different than me, rather than comparing you to my, you know, 22 years of being Baptist. That's a
0: great point, because, you know, a lot of people do that. You know, we, we are comparative, Sure. In nature,
1: yeah, that's the fallen nature.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it is now that when you think about going back to Genesis three, yeah. c- comparative is it's starting there. But the giving people a break, you know, and and just really not being judgmental.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, and 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 I think probably it would have been helpful, more helpful for you, for me, just to encourage you with what you were doing rather than saying, well, you need to be getting up and you need to be doing this and or looking. Because I
0: struggled and I felt bad about it.
1: Yeah. Because, but but you know what you were struggling because you were comparing yourself to some idealized idea of what you were supposed to be so uh, I think that's that's you know that's one of the that's one of the um the the problems that we have with comparing is that it doesn't give us a true uh, image of who we are supposed to of, of who we are it's it's you know and the devil's always giving us these, Images, well, this is what's right. And that's what's right. And and um, we can totally miss what God wants to do in us personally. So, and I, I wish I had been better at just giving you a break and letting God grow you the way he wanted well, you to we grow.
0: Well, were, we were, you know, we were both discovering what all sure. this was. When you first get married, in case you don't know.
1: <laughs> you don't even know who you, you are. You don't really
0: know what's going <laughs> on. and That's true. You know, they don't really have very good manuals for how all this works. (laughs) Yeah. If they do, they don't give them to you.
1: Well, we wrote some, but
0: (laughs) yeah, we're, we have, we've been working on that and we, we do have some things if you're interested, but the, um, you know, you always said that, you know, that you can, you you can't get a driver's license without going through the manual, but you can get married.
1: (laughs) You can get a marriage license for 25 bucks. Yeah.
0: Well so I you know I think it's super important, you know kind of what we talked about today kind of summarized you know what we've been doing is that it is vitally important that that we're giving Jesus some face time every day, yeah, and that he doesn't really care what it looks like as long as as he understands that your heart is to receive from him and That's to plug in you know, yeah and and to be empowered and and it can be it can change you know it doesn't have to be sure. a certain way sure just because Sister So-and-so or some pastor or minister that you see on television tells you to get up at 4.30 every day and and spend five hours with God, and then you're holy again.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, if it was about that, then Jesus wouldn't have had to die on the cross. You know, if, if it was about our behavior, then then what Jesus did wasn't enough, and it was. So it can't be about what we have to do.
0: Well, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Uh, This is Greg and Sharon, and uh, we just want to help you find God's best for your life. And uh, we encourage you to spend time with Jesus. God bless.